I was a young boy that had big plans Now I'm just another shitty old man What did I burn and I hate everything the world's out this over Hello, welcome to another shitty old man A podcast that talks about the shitness of life Through the lens of the latest news Current social issues And personal stories First, I want to talk about the pineapple war So for any of you that don't know I'm currently based in Taiwan So a lot of the things I'm going to talk about Will be Taiwan centric But I may touch upon other issues from other places Alright, so just stick with it So the first thing I'm going to talk about today is the Pineapple War. If you haven't heard, which you probably haven't, because until recently, no one really knew what was going on in Taiwan. But since then, China have kicked out all the journalists and a lot of them have rocked up in Taiwan. Every day, I go on to the Guardian website in the morning while I'm eating my breakfast at work. And there's at least a story a day now about Taiwan in The Guardian. And the reason I only use The Guardian is because it's still one of the few papers that isn't uh, behind a paywall. When I were on The Guardian now, there's always a story about Taiwan. And I guess that's because the woman who they sent here from The Guardian, I guess she got a pay bill somehow, right? pineapple war was in there but it was buried under world news asian news you have to click like 10 times to get there or some crap like that right let's get into it pineapple war what's it all about well as it happens taiwan grows some proper banging pineapples right everyone likes them china imports a shit ton not a shitload a shit ton right by the ton load but this year you probably heard about the Australian wine. Uh, China banned Australia from uh, exporting wine there. So recently they did the same to Taiwan about the pineapples. They said there was pests in them. If there is, that means I've had a lot of pests. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? All those worms in the gut. So now they've blocked them. So the most hilarious thing is in the pineapple war is Taiwan's vice president went on Twitter and he's like, right... These are not just ordinary pineapples anymore. These are freedom pineapples. Because Taiwan's pineapples are free as a bird. They can go to any country they want. But we nominated to send them to you, China, because you pay for a shit ton. You've lost out now. So everyone's been eating freedom pineapples all summer long, right? And I've probably been eating seven a week or something, doing my part. By the end of the summer, I'll probably look like a pineapple. I'll start growing pines out my back or something. Recently, I read Japan imported the most. But this month, Hong Kong has overtook Japan. And now Hong Kong uh, has ordered the most pineapples. And apparently, the funniest thing about it all is, in the first month of the pineapple war, Taiwan ate as much pineapples as they exported to China. So the whole freedom pineapple thing was a good move. It's a good marketing trick, isn't it? We're free China. They're unfree China. That means we've got freedom pineapple. And the the Taiwanese fruit's really sweet. If you like sweet fruit, hunt down them bastard freedom pineapples and try one. You'll probably like it. There's been pineapples everywhere this year. Been making a pineapple tea. But me and the missus, we watched The Serpent on uh, Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, And on The Serpent, he... 
he drugs everyone in the iced tea. And the missus has been making me um, some pineapple iced tea because we've got loads of pineapples. And now it's like, is it a tea or is it a tea? Because I don't want to be uh, like the serpent's victims and drugged, killed and robbed. But anyway, that's not going to happen. Even if it did, I wouldn't know because I drink like three glasses of the stuff. Probably drink loads of poison. Uh, so if you if you can, hunt down the pineapples because they're pretty damn good. Not really much more to say about that other than China are just being like uh, the, the fat kid who won't go on goal. Because he won't go on goal. He's the kid who brings the ball. He's like, oh, it's my ball. I'm taking my ball home. I'm not playing keeper. That's what China's like. But I did read that China are also stealing the... The, the farming technology because Taiwan's farming uh, industry is meant to be pretty good for growing their uh, fruits and veg and China's doing the whole stealing thing and I also read which kind of made us laugh there's there's a lot of fake Taiwan fruit in China I don't mean it's fake as in you eat it and it'll be a plastic apple it's just labeled as being from Taiwan when it's not from Taiwan and then they get a bad rep ah well freedom pineapples eh good stuff and the other main issue some of the other main issues that have been happening oh well well while we're still talking about china we'll we'll mention the the rubber dinghy man that i've been calling him so i read the other day that there was some guy he got a rubber dinghy and he put a motor on it and i was thinking how do you attach a motor to a rubber dinghy he did it anyway and then he got in the rubber dinghy and he was somewhere in the south of china and he used his rubber thingy with the motor and he he got on it and he had some things inside, some money. He had like 16 pork dumplings or something like that. And then he was on his rubber dinghy for 10 hours and he ended up in Taichung, which is in the middle of Taipei. Taiwan, I mean, not Taipei. The Coast Guard found him wandering around the beach with his little uh, carrier bag. Like he'd been a Neto or something or Asda, just waddling a boot. They said, what are you doing here? And he said, I come for freedom. He must have heard about the freedom pineapples and how sweet the taste it and thought, get me on that rubber dinghy now. I've got to get there. We're not importing them anymore, so I must see this motor here. I'm going to plunk that on the dinghy. I'm taking these 16 dumplings and I'm just, I'm just going for it right now. Past all the war boats, they don't bother us. We'll just power on through. Ten hours later, he's in Taiwan. I don't know how you manage that. The waves must be quite big. It's meant to be pretty uh, rough, the Taiwan Strait. So God knows how he managed to do that. Now we can transition from going through the Taiwan Strait on the water to the water shortage. Ah. The other major thing that's been happening in Taiwan recently is we haven't had much water there's been a water shortage, shortage, and it's been a big thing in the news. And Sun Moon Lake, which is the biggest lake in all of Taiwan, has no water anymore. All the water's gone, and they found a traditional Aboriginal boat at the bottom of the lake, which they give back to the Abos. And then they also, apparently, according to the news, found some tourist iPhone, and they cleaned it out. And after they cleaned it out, it still worked. Amazing that. But imagine being, it was under the water for a year, apparently. And then now they've they've got it working again, somehow. Now, I don't know how that works, but 
So with the water shortage as well, there's there's a lot of countries, with, there's a lot of counties, sorry, which have had uh, the water turned off for two days a week. So I'm, I've never been praying for rain so much. Well, there's been a little bit of rain, but it says in the news it hasn't really helped much. I think uh, some of the counties in the south or the centre of Taiwan have got no water. And I was wondering what to do with the toilet if you've got no water. The missus said you use a bucket. Does that mean I've got to go out, go out to the roof and hide me shit over the edge? Like uh, through the trapdoor or something? You remember trapdoor? I'm just praying we don't have any water ration because it'll be a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Like, I don't think I've ever been without water before. It's a bit weird to think about it. What we really need is a typhoon. Because we haven't had a typhoon, a direct hit for probably a, a, at least over a year now. And the, the typhoons are really important because they bring a shit ton of water. And then they fill up all the reservoirs and then we never have this problem anymore. It hasn't, I feel like there haven't been typhoons coming here for ages. What people say here is ever since we got the new president who's anti-China, the typhoons come directly towards her. And then they sort of do a swerve as they get near near Taiwan. And that means that that's not bringing much water anymore either. There's a place near me in New Taipei City. They, they're starting on the water rations, but apparently we get our water from Taipei and they get their water from Taoyuan because basically I live in New Taipei City and Taipei City is kind of small and everything is around it. It's like in the middle at the bottom of the basin and then outside, the everything around Taipei City is mostly New Taipei City, I believe. Maybe Taipei City touches Chilong, but I'm not too sure. But that's not really a big deal. A lot of people, they're praying and hoping that a lot of rain's going to come. Which, for a British bloke, you you think it's a bit of a head wrecker. Because you, you have rain every day. You kind of want the sunshine to be here for as long as possible. But even I even go past the river on my way to work and that's quite low. It's the lowest I've ever seen it. I won't be going for a walk looking for stuff at the bottom like. get Be like a, a swamp. Got quicksand, get stuck in it. Hopefully rain comes soon and then everything will be grand and I won't have to shit in a bucket like I'm in prison and lob it off the roof. Imagine if I did lob it off the roof and lands on someone's head. Like the definition of a shithead, isn't it? Someone covered in shit. Anyway, the river I got past on way to work, right? I used to take the train in my last job, but recently I've got a new job. This road I take to work, it's the most mental I've ever been on since I've been in Taipei. 11 years of living here, and this road is the most batshit, right? Because it's kind of the fastest to get to the city in the morning. It goes down the riverside, and there's not many traffic lights, and you can just go, you can go really quick, and then you get to a bridge, you go over the bridge, and then you're in Taipei. But if you go any other way, you're like stuck in traffic, you're stuck with lights and that. So loads of loads of people, loads of cars, scooters, trucks, they all fly down this road going to work in the morning and coming home. And it's kind of like, I probably shouldn't call it this, but I give it the nickname Death Road because of the amount of crashes I've seen on it. But it's kind of giving it the heebie-jeebies kind of thing, isn't it? Don't want to jinx it. But some of the crashes I've seen there are unreal. I see the aftermath of the crash most of the time. So, like, 
One time I went down there and they've got they've got the place where they take all the rubbish. The bin trucks take the rubbish there and they get rid of the rubbish somehow. Probably dump it in the sea. That's the done thing these days, isn't it? Dumping your rubbish in the sea. Let the uh, let the dolphin eat it. Not that the dolphin can digest a bottle of plastic like, but that's where they take the rubbish. You pay them the money, they dump the rubbish in the sea. Anyway, back to Death Road. So on Death Road, right, there's this traffic light and it's just a traffic light to let the trucks come out of the, the rubbish tip. Alright, out of the tip. And then, one day I was going down there, and there was this aftermath of this crash, right? I shit you not. There was a scooter, and it was stuck under the wheels of the truck. I was like, oh my god. And then last night, a few nights back, was it last night? Maybe it's last night. A few nights back or last night, whichever it was. I seen some woman lying in a puddle of blood and like now I'm kind of desensitized to that kind of thing. It's like such a regular occurrence, but some occasionally you see just stupid stuff as well. Like you're thinking, what are you doing that for? So a few days ago, right, last week, I'm going to work. It's boiling hot, right? You feel like you're sitting on the sun. You're taking a sun taxi to work, right? I'm at these traffic lights waiting to go over the bridge. And the lights are on red. But in in Taiwan, the lights count down. So you can see when the lights are going to change. And it's counting down, it's counting down. And there's this guy on the scooter in front of us. In front of me. I shouldn't say us. Anyone will understand. In front of me. And he was asleep. And I'm looking at the timer counting down. It's going like five, four, three two and i'm looking at this old dude in front of us and he's just passed out his head's dangling over like the handlebars right and it's like two one and i'm thinking is he gonna wake up is he gonna wake up or am i gonna have to navigate my way around him or is someone gonna crash into him which is it gonna be because you never quite know he didn't wake up but luckily people were paying attention for a change and people just went round him. No one even tooted at him. It was a miracle. He's just sleeping there. And everyone's just like, all right, just leave him be. And then he, he slowly woke up and was like, well, maybe I should move and get to where I need to be instead of sleeping here like a bell end." And then that same day, that very same day, on the way home, there was a car. And in Taiwan, when you go on the bridge... It kind of, it's set, it has a section for the scooters only. It's for scooters and bicycles and it's got like a little wall to the side and you've got to go in that little section. Otherwise, if you go on the road, you get a fine. You've got to have a certain engine size to go there. It's got to be um, over 250, I think, 250cc. So I'm, I'm going up this bridge and what do I see? I see a car going up the scooter lane and... This bridge, in particular, Taipei Bridge, you see this very often. And now it makes us laugh so much because they kind of get stuck there because it's too small. And the police have to come and help them reverse their way back down. And then you're just sitting there going, you bellend. How did you not tell that this is not for a car? It's like two feet wide or something. And you try to go up it like the bellend you are. It's like, get out of my way and let us go home. For love of God. Right, so that's the end of talking about the death road because I don't want to jinx my life by 
I don't want to jinx my life by going on about something like that because maybe, maybe whoever is watching might think I've got my eyes on you. Like some Final Destination bullshit. Right, moving on. I guess we can do a bit of Corona news. Um, Taiwan's generally been alright. There hasn't been any great scare or anything. No lockdown. The government has did a, a terrific job. But... For some reason, which I guess is probably political because I learned a while back that Taiwan doesn't import much goods from the sea. They, imp- they bring it all in on cargo flights. For some reason, they said that the pilots only ha- have to quarantine for four days and then they take a test and then if the test is uh, negative, they can go where they want. And then recently, there was some car- pilot who who did test positive for the virus but before he tested positive he tested negative after his four days so they let him out and now there's been like a whole cluster and i think we're up to like 26 26 infections or something from that and they're trying to get it under control but i think like the virus doesn't care if you're a pilot does it or if you're working in a bank or if you're working in the shop the virus is just like reet i want to infect and infect i will if they did the regular quarantine, they would have nipped it in the bud. But I guess they want to keep uh, the cargo flight sweet to bring the goods in. And that's what they did. Keep them sweet, they did. And then also Taiwan's apparently not on the on the UK green list. I was kind of hoping they would be on the green list so I could probably chance me arm at going home at some point. Because my uh, oldest, my mother dearest... She's a bit upset now that I haven't been home for so long. But I want to play it safe, you know. I don't want to get on the flight and be like, right, it's all good in the hood kind of thing. And then come home infected and infect people. Because what happens here is there's proper witch hunting and that. I don't want to be witch hunted. Also, I don't want to risk dying. Fought so hard to not be in that situation. So, And then other corona news is Taiwan just evacuated some of their citizens from India the day. Don't think the UK do that so quickly, but Taiwan are just like, get them out. Get them out. However, I'm still not really that worried about the coronavirus here. Not yet. I'm not really worried about it because everything's under control. People are wearing masks. Hotels already had a massive fine. And that's about it. Like, when, when I will worry... As if it's spreading big time like the UK or India, then I'll be worried. Then you would probably just sit in the house and not go anywhere. But the good news is I've got a job now where I can just sit in the house if that does happen. I can do the whole work from home thing. So I should be sweet as a nut. Right? The best kind. Just sit on your ass and be safe and order the old food panda. And if it did spread like that, it would ju- I would just tell Food Panda, just leave the food on the roof. Because you don't even have to even exchange cash. Well, so, even though there's a cluster, I still feel safe as houses compared to the rest of the world, really. I, had some- I heard some sad news this week as well, which really upset us a bit. And it's weird because it's just about a stray dog, but he's not just any stray dog. Like, the thing is, right... I I go hiking near me home. There's a small hiking trail, which is good for me because I'm not the fittest. I'm not the fastest. 
So I like the small hiking trail near me home because it's about an hour and a half to two hours if you don't rest so much. And that's good because I can get that done and then I can do some other stuff also. So I go here often, right? And then there's this dog. There was this dog at the top of the trail. And uh, he's really nice and friendly and all that. And then one day I thought, okay, I'm going to take my dog because I've got, a, I've got a poodle. He's just 5kg, right? He goes up to your ankles. I thought, I'll take my dog and if they get along well... I'll try and take him home, all right? This dog on the mountain, he's a regular Taiwan mountain dog. I take my dog, and then as soon as this dog on the mountain sees my dog, he goes to jump on him and attack him. But what I did is, without even thinking, I jumped on him, and I just held him in a bear hug, and I was like, no, you don't, mister. And then after that moment, for some reason, he decided... He liked me very much. The next time I went hiking there and he saw me, he come running over, wagging his tail, and he would sit on me feet. When I got up to leave and, and continue hiking, he also followed us for like maybe one third of the trail. After we did that for say 30 or 40 times, we became kind of close, as close as you can come to a stray animal. And I heard the other day that some... Some hiking guy went past him and then he got scared and he started uh, barking at them and like growling and that. And then the guy hit him in the head with a, one of the hiking poles and killed him. And I'm kind of devastated. But I never knew you could be so upset about a, a stray dog. But the thing is, I'm not the only one who liked them. There's loads of people would go there and everyone know him. They even give him a name and he was called Laifu. And Laifu means lucky come. And he used to live in the temple. Now it's now when I hike there, it's like weird with him not following us around. Tianrofanching 所以 It's like, what's going on? Where is he? And then, now it's all clear as a bird. Some bastard killed him. And if I ever see the bastard, I'll bash him with his sound stick. But I'll never know who it is anyway. There's always loads of people coming and going up there. So it's hard to know. Uh, just for a bit of context, there's loads of stray animals everywhere in Taiwan because years ago, there was a vet and she was called Dr. Death. And then she she said all she did all day was put animals down, euthanize them. And when she euthanized them, that's all she did all day. And she was getting insults and abuse and just streams of abuse online, calling her evil and that. So one day she euthanized herself 
and left a note saying why. She said, I did it because I'm so miserable and depressed. All I do all day is kill animals. And then after that moment, the law changed and now they don't kill anyone, any animal. Even before that, Taiwan had a stray animal problem. So now when you go out and about, especially outside of Taipei, you see a lot of stray dogs and stray cats. Like just a day there was a cat and it rolled over and it was like, meow. It wanted us to rub his belly and that, but I was like, I can't get close to any more animals on this damn mountain. All right, me and you cannot be friends. So, well, there's some people, there's some women go up there, she feed them all the time. There's like, so at each stage of the hike, there's dogs in different places. And then there's different people feeding them. That's something that I haven't seen in many other countries because if they've got a stray animal, they're generally aggressive or they don't have them at all. Other stuff to talk about, not much really. Uh, well, this episode has been a bit all over the place because I didn't really know what to talk about. So I just thought we'll, we'll add in a bit of stuff that's really been going on and that. And just, it, it Taiwan's got absolutely boiling again. I can barely stand the heat. I feel like I'm I'm melting into a in a liquid form by the time I get to by the time I get to work in the morning it's like I've swam there. I'm just caked in my own sweat, which isn't a very good image, but it's an image you're getting, alright. Ah, so this one's been a bit all over the place. One final thing, I saw there was some judo class and then uh, this guy, he had some kid get slammed on the floor like 27 times or something and now the kid's in a coma, even though the kid was saying like, oh, it's hurting, yada, 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 I don't want to do it anymore, it hurts too much. The coach is just like, keep slamming away and then the coach isn't even that bothered, so that's been big news. Apparently this is a free class and the coach isn't isn't association accepted or something. So hopefully he gets done. You know what I mean? You kinda it's like what's going on man? Even anyone with a noggin knows that's a shit idea, right? Just crap. Alright. I guess that's it for this week. Next week I'll try to be more coherent. Alright, thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Enjoy your life. This has been another shitty old man. I was a young boy that had big plans Now I'm just another shitty old man Whatever